When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast, your podcast dedicated to all things Animal Crossing. Episode 198 is brought to you by Sarah Poco, Ali, and Nebula, some of our newest Patreon patrons. This week, Nina, Sergio, and I are going to learn more about the art in Animal Crossing in our special Nina Art segment, and then after that, we will talk about how we feel Isabel's morning announcements can be improved. So to begin, Sergio... I got a question for you. <laughs> oh, let's see. Let's hear it. If you... Wait, I, I lost it. Okay. Would you rather <laughs> wear socks year-round or wear turtlenecks and overalls one day a week? Oh, no. Turtlenecks and overalls. <laughs> What's wrong with turtlenecks day, and right? overalls? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you can pick the day. It just has to be one day a week. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll probably pick a weekend and just stay home. <laughs> I'm sorry. Animal Cross Sunday. Uh, yes. Depending on the overall and depending on the turtleneck, that could be a real cute look. Yeah, yeah, honestly. But it sounds risky, oh. though. It sounds like it probably wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> Overalls have been kind of coming back, and I'm like, they're cute. Uh, I, I dig it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> also, I feel like it's a good Animal Cross Sunday look because they're all, uh, your yeah. villagers are yes. always giving you those like overalls <laughs> and all these different little outfits, and you're just like w- w- the one specifically. What is it like the coveralls with something? Do you know which one I'm talking about? The ones that look really ugly. Uh, <laughs> is it the coveralls with like the half arm? Uh, I think so. Apron yeah. thing. You know what I'm talking about? They're like yeah, gardening. yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're, they're for gardening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're not cute. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they're okay, but I like the other cute. overalls with the little like you know checkered shirt. Yeah, and yeah, those are real cute. Yes, I like those a lot. Yeah, the ones, the arm covering <laughs> ones are real cute if you're like a ninety year old woman in your in your little garden. <laughs> yeah, it, it's definitely a vibe. For yeah. Sure. <laughs> I had a feeling you would not pick socks, though, Sergio. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah that's just not a fair question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nina? Yeah. Yeah. Che- chewy? Would you rather be a centaur or a minotaur? What? Like, which half do you want to be human? <laughs> what? what kind of a question is this? <laughs> Who would it's choose it's... minotaur? No one. <laughs> I mean, that's the cool part. Maybe you got, like, really nice legs. You want to keep showing them off. Well, have you, know? you seen my legs? They're not nice at all. <laughs> no, I would choose Centaur because then you get to be, like, you know, in Fantasia when they're all, like, getting their hair done by, like, little fairies and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what – I want to be a Centaur. You want the fairy treatment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. It's nice to get your hair done. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I would be like a, a teal centaur. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> That's fair. There you go. Um, I've got one for you guys. All right. <laughs> They're not as silly though. <laughs> <laughs> um who or what celebrity do you get likened to the most? Like who would play you in a movie about you? Oh boy. The brother from iCarly, Spencer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, who, that's who I get. I totally, uh, I, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm fine with it. <laughs> the brother nice. from iCarly. Okay. Mm-hmm. What about you, Sergio? Ah, that's tough. But like when I was younger, I was told that I kind of looked like Harry Potter. So I don't know who oh. plays him, but that would be him. <laughs> you don't know? Cool. Is Daniel Radcliffe who plays <laughs> Harry Potter. No, <laughs> no, that's actually Sergio on the screen. <laughs> that's Sergio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, All right. <laughs> what, what were you going to well, say? Well, I'm in the same boat with Sergio. I Only when I was little was um, called Drew Barrymore. 
Oh, oh. cute. Mm. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. <laughs> All right. Well, before we hop in to our official show, I do want to remind you all that you need to head over to the Haken Podcast YouTube channel. It's in the show notes. It is in the description on YouTube. But after episode 200, the show is moving over there. It's going to have its own home. And I think it deserves it. It's a nice little place. I think a lot of people enjoy it. And But it's also got its own social media pages now, too which I've yet to fill out, but I've got plans. They're going to start real soon. I've been waiting for September slash, you know, getting closer to that 200th episode. But yes, the 200th episode will be the last one here on Chewy Plays YouTube. Nothing will change with podcast platforms. It'll be on the same spot. You don't have to change anything there. So this is strictly for anybody who likes watching or listening on YouTube. So head to that new channel. That's where the show is going to move to after episode 200. And then the other outside of that, there's some Patreon tiers that are made and I've I've just been changing things over on Patreon. Check those out. So, I think they're looking pretty good. They they'll they'll get fleshed out a little bit more and I do want to make like a whole post describing what everything is cuz I did send it to a friend and he was like, "I don't know what that is." And I was like, mm, "Good point." But <laughs> there's a character limit here, so I can't really explain the whole thing. So, I will make a whole explanation post. It'll probably show up as the first Chewy Chat, to be honest with you. And that'll probably better explain what Chewy Chat's going to be. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you want to go check Patreon, see what the rewards are there and how things have changed, that's all available now. And like I said, there may be some changes here and there, some slight wording things that move around, but nothing too big. I think the main ideas for what Patreon rewards there are are there. So, Mm. yeah, check on over, and I guess we'll get into it. Nina, you Mm. are bringing us another Ninart. (laughs) What are you going to talk about today? You mean the segment where I and Blathers talk about art that might be important sometimes? That one? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's the exact one. Okay, <laughs> we uh, we're into the bees now for our for our artwork, so we're Ooh, nice. doing the basic painting. <laughs> which some of these names for the paintings and the statues just aren't very flattering sounding, like this basic I mean, painting. <laughs> it is pretty basic, right? I guess so. <laughs> so the basic painting. Um, is The Blue Boy by Thomas Gainsborough in 1771. So it's the one where it's like a young boy dressed in like a satin blue fancy outfit with a frilly collar, and he's got a hand on a hip, and there's really not much (laughs) behind him. You guys know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It does have a fake. So look for um, the boy having longer hair and full bangs instead of like his regular hair. Uh, I really like that look. I noticed uh, because I finally got all of the artworks and I was like, what even is the difference with this fake one Mm -hmm. and the real one? And I was like, oh man, he's got kind of like a mullet thing going on. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I like how different the forgeries are in this game. They're super subtle sometimes. mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And what I like about the forgeries too is like they had. I really wonder who recreated them, you know? <laughs> yeah. Because they have to look pretty accurate to how that painting <laughs> was done, how uh, all of the textures and just like, you know, they ha- they have to put a lot of work into making it look believable. Yes. So yeah. I'm impressed with their work for sure. I wonder if it's one person like K.K. Slider or if it's a team of people <laughs> because that'd be really cool like be- behind the scenes to find out about. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, okay, so this this painting to me is interesting because it's not um, the painting itself isn't really famous for like how beautiful it is or how like I don't know forward thinking it is um it's kind of more famous for its backstory so I'm gonna kind of brush over (laughs) some stuff here um but it's oil on canvas it's from the Rococo period which is actually a super interesting period to look into from 1730 to 1760 it was you know short-lived but it was ornate 
over the top. It was a more is more kind of art style. <laughs> so there's like frills, <laughs> embellishments, embellishments, gold leafing, um, kind of a return to asymmetry and nature. A lot of the artworks mm. show like super dressed up fancy people having a picnic or there's a really super famous painting of a woman in a huge dress on a swing kicking her shoe off her foot. Um, I think that's probably the most famous Rococo painting. Um, Mm -hmm. But that's not really what's important for this. Oh, before we get into more, though, Blathers has this to say about the basic painting, which has been around since uh, Animal Forest E+. So it's one of the oldies, actually. (laughs) Um, Blathers says... Oops, I just lost it. Here we go. Gainsborough was known for his innovative use of colors in his traditional portraits, like this one. Although he preferred painting landscapes, his portraits would be the defining work of his career. So, like, even to me, that's not a very interesting (laughs) explanation for this painting. Um, So let's get into what is interesting. Um, The work is thought to be a portrait of a merchant's son, but even that is debated. Um, And when that merchant went bankrupt, he ended up selling it. And this painting was like sold and passed down to many different people over many different generations. And for some reason, gained like wild popularity after being on public display every once in a while in museums. Um, It's still to me like it, I cannot find too much about why it's so popular especially back then it might Mm -hmm. be just like the striking difference of the boys blue outfit to the background the brushwork of course is masterful but I don't know it's just kind of a portrait um Mm -hmm. until (laughs) 19 or 1921 the Painting goes down in infamy, infamy because an American railway pioneer named William Edwards Huntington buys the portrait from the uh, National Gallery in London for a record-breaking sale of $728,000, which translates to more than $9.7 million today. It was the most anyone had ever paid for an artwork. And he was taking it away from London, where people loved it in the museum, to America. So the public became despondent. (laughs) They were losing their (laughs) minds that this painting was leaving and that this dude had paid so much money for it. Um, So it was put on display like in a farewell tour in London and 90,000 people came to see it. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. The gallery like director even wrote a farewell note on the back of the painting and on the canvas when it was leaving, which is just bizarre (laughs) to me. I don't understand it. Maybe this painting is just not my style, but the, it's just like the cacophony that, that happened around it is that's what makes it so interesting. I think. Um, yeah, it's like NFTs, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it was it was in style to be into it at the time, I think. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so it's a pretty big artwork. It's um, 70 inches by 44 inches, so Ooh. almost life-sized. Um, yeah. And it's about to return to the National Gallery in 2022, 100 years after selling. Oh, um, wow. And it'll be there for about four months before it returns back to the Huntington in um, in California, San Marino, California. Um, mm-hmm. The Huntington's a pretty cool like museum slash botanical garden slash research center. I've been there. Really? What did you yeah, think? Yeah, I... I may have seen this, to oh. be honest with you, but I don't recall. It, we we spent most of our time in the botanical gardens and yeah. everything. It's a really beautiful place. And I forget if you pay to get in. Or, I think you must. But, yeah, it's it's really nice, um, very beautiful. And they've got this big, like, lawn full of statues, really, wow. <laughs> really fancy statues. Yeah. But it, it's a cool place. It's a, pro- it's pretty close to where you are, Sergio. Oh. Is it? No, no. It's on like the other side, uh, like Pasadena <laughs> side, I would say. <laughs> it's not near Huntington Beach. Right. right, right. <laughs> is the other thing that's kind of confusing <laughs> about it too. Um, 
But yeah, it, it's a really cool place. I do remember definitely walking through and seeing the art, but mm-hmm. I don't know if I stumbled across this piece. I'm wondering if it's the same, the beach is the same Huntington that this museum is named after. I'm sure it is. He's a big wig, I mean, it, it like. seems too close to not be, yeah. but, but you never know. Yeah. And the website is actually really cool. It, it um, Apparently in 2018, uh, the, the boy in blue or the blue boy went through a bunch of restoration, and they have these pretty cool videos about how they came to do all of that, especially because like the blue hue is really hard to restore. Um, Mm -hmm. so that's a, that's a really interesting little tidbit. Um, if you want to go to the Huntington's website, um, and then a couple fun facts about it. It's been in a bunch of TV shows and movies too. Um, so in Django Unchained, uh, Django wears a re- replica of the Blue Boy's outfit. <laughs> <laughs> and in 1989, Batman, um, Jack Nicholson, who plays the Joker, like dances through the Gotham Museum and he and his goonies um, vandalize the Boy in Blue as one of the paintings that, that they go through and oh. paint over. So that's <laughs> just two of, of many movies that it has been on. Um, also, fun fact, the Wikipedia, as one of its little um, pop culture reference sections, says, like, this painting is featured in Animal Crossing New Horizons. <laughs> I was like, oh, look at that. Nice. <laughs> um, so, yeah. It, shout out there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, I don't know. This is an interesting little painting um, that was fun to research. I still don't really get it. Um, but you know, I love all this kind of stuff. I love how weird it is. Yeah. And that's how, you know, sometimes art is, you look at it for a while and you're like, I don't know if I get it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I, I'm totally not above saying all that kind of stuff. I'm not, I'm not a super art snob about art history. So I hope it was interesting. Yeah, Yeah. No, that's really fun. And it's really cool that it's like, been stolen a very precious <laughs> art piece has been <laughs> taken away for millions of dollars in today's dollars and just moved <laughs> somewhere else he was like yoink this is mine now guys <laughs> yeah it's really fun to like learn about things that were wildly popular at some point not completely understand why it's why wildly popular mm-hmm. but knowing that it's like there's equivalence to that in in our lives today you know absolutely (laughs) awesome well thank you ninar for taking us through ninart and with blathers and red and all that other stuff my buddies (laughs) you're welcome yeah so i'm gonna move the conversation over we're actually gonna talk about isabel specifically her announcements and how they can be improved and Basically, we see Isabel when we log into the game. She greets us after that title menu and kind of gives us everything but news (laughs) at the moment. (laughs) And so I wanted to start off this conversation by talking a bit about the past logging into Animal Crossing games. And I wanted to ask you both, do you remember logging into previous Animal Crossing games? And was there anything you liked about that login process? Sergio, what do you think here? See, the one I remember is the one from New Leaf because, it, you know, it was the, the most recent before New Horizons. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the other ones. I think they were kind of similar. But, it you know, remembering this one from New Leaf, it kind of made me realize that the one from New Horizons is definitely better. It's more realistic because in New Leaf, it was more on a separate room, separate screen. And, yeah, you would see Isabel and she would say this is the time, this is your name, are you ready to start playing? And then you can change settings there as well. Um, but it kind of took you out of the experience because you see your island sort of in a, an overhead view on the title screen and then you go into this mystery room, <laughs> right? Where mm-hmm. you don't even know where you are, but you're, you know you're not in your island. You're supposed to <laughs> be getting into it. Uh, but yeah, in New Horizons, you know where you are, you know where Isabel is. Yeah, I, I kind of, I prefer the one in New Horizons. Definitely, I... I can't think of anything that I like about the one for New Leaf better. Yeah. Yeah. And it is pretty interesting. Like you are kind of sent into that dark void in that game where 
you know, she just kind of greets you. She's like, the time is this and it's Monday, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so it does feel kind of like there's um, an amount of knowledge that the game doesn't have at that point. Um, and mine kind of comes similarly from the first game. You were actually greeted by your villagers instead of like Isabel, mm. you know. So you would log right. in and they'd be like, uh, who is this? And then you'd be like, oh, it's Chewy. And they're like, oh, I totally knew. I <laughs> was just messing with you kind of thing. <laughs> and that was basically how the interaction went because it was choosing your character profile, you right. know? <laughs> so they're just right away, the Switch doesn't have that because your character profile is already picked. Like, you're already in it as right. your character. So the, the the dialogue's kind of strange in the beginning of those old older games. You're totally right, Sergio. Like, the, it does feel a little bit more realistic where it's like, oh, this character totally knows who they're greeting. Um, but it's also kind of funny because I did notice Isabel is trying to make the announcement to the whole island right, like right. she doesn't really call you by name you know so it does feel kind of like more of a general thing mm-hmm. um yeah so i guess nina how, how do you feel what did you like about the previous login screens or what do you remember about them I'm kind of in the same boat as Sergio. It's, you know, that iconic black screen that you start out with and then like a shining spotlight on Isabel or whoever. And I feel like Wild mm-hmm. World did the same thing in City Folk. I'll have to mm-hmm. I'll have to log back in to remember. But I've never liked that opening. It feels super sinister and cold to me <laughs> for some reason. Um, and it makes the world a little less believable. Like like mm-hmm. Sergio said, where are they <laughs> and what, what is happening? Um, I really like how organic um, the announcements that Isabel does i mean we'll talk about what she's saying a little later but i i like the premise of that much more Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah and you know i feel like the only time that dark void like really worked was at the beginning of new horizons and i'll get to that but (laughs) this was shared with the beginning of population growing on the GameCube. Right. And right. it was KK Slider mm-hmm. making that appearance because, like, a spotlight for KK Slider makes yeah. perfect sense to yes. me. You know, kind of all that star power in one place. It's hard not to recognize <laughs> you're in front of a deity, basically. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but I think it worked with, like, KK Slider kind of showing up in your dream mm-hmm. in New Horizons, you know, when you, yeah. it, it's that first night after. You've done the whole opening ceremony. Really cute little opening oh, ceremony. It's the best. Um, but yeah, I think that that was the callback there. But since then, it's been like Isabel is at her desk, and you know, there's like a real substance to it where it's like we exist in this life. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, so yeah, I guess let's get into her announcements. How do you feel? about Isabel's morning announcement, Sergio? Well, you know, they were very cute at first. But Mm -hmm. we have logged into the game so many times, time and time again, and we've seen them all. We know what she's going to say. We know what she's going to do. We just want to get to the game, right? It kind of reminds me of Splatoon 2, and I know, Chu, you're going to relate to that. You know, everyone's Mm -hmm. smashing A. They just want to get to the to the to the game and I feel mm-hmm. like that's how it is with Isabel although the other day I gotta say I noticed that she was reading something it kind of I thought it was interesting that she, she's actually doing something before starting the announcements I thought it mm-hmm. was nice so it's you know still every now and then she has the magic to pull you back and to to make you look at what she's doing and to care a little bit but for mm-hmm. the most part right now we just want to get to the game we know what she's gonna say if mm-hmm. well we're gonna talk more but if there were more interesting things we would pay attention you know yeah, yeah. So I totally relate to that. Like Splatoon, uh, can you just get rid of those <laughs> intro announcements? I'm going to see what maps are available as soon as I'm like in the actual lobby. Let me yeah. get to the lobby before. <laughs> and, you know, 
That's also reminding me, though, like one of the other changes that Isabel's announcements have is that you only see them the first time you log in. Yeah. Um, you mm-hmm. log in a second time, third time, just later in the day. You're not going to see her again until it's a fresh day. So right. there is that aspect, but that doesn't exist in the previous games at all. Like every single time you logged in, yes. blank, blank void, somebody's greeting you to, you know, get you onto your game and everything. So there's that aspect to it, too. Um is if, which Splatoon still doesn't do. Like <laughs> you, you have to see some announcements every single time. But Isabel, she's like, yeah, I've already, I've, I've told you what's going on for the day. I mean, I haven't really, but like you said, we're gonna get to that. Nina, what do you think here? I'm, I'm in the same boat. They, they started out <laughs> super cute, and then seriously, she talks about nothing, and. It, it, for a game where you're supposed to play in short bursts over a very long period of time, this really seems like an oversight. They they should have given her more days worth of cutesy things to say. It, it feels like she has maybe five things mm-hmm. that she rotates through. Um, and we just need more. We just need more. And I think it'd be more endearing if there was more. Yeah, yeah. And I guess for me, I'm in that same spot. I think they're sweet, but repetitive. Mm-hmm. We definitely need more. And overall, like, they're not too informational Mm-mm. either. Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost as if she never goes outside and she's stuck at resident oh. services all day. Yeah. <laughs> like, she, and I don't know, maybe that's part of it. Like, she just doesn't know what's going on outside <laughs> her door. <laughs> she looks out her window all day, but she can't experience it with us, Aww. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of, a, I give it a, ba- a sad backstory. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get, so, like, you know. free Isabel trending. <laughs> free Isabel, for sure. That definitely <laughs> needs to trend. <laughs> um, okay. So my next question for you is Tom Nook did announcements before Isabel. Did you like that better? Why or why not? Uh, Nina, what are you thinking here? Um, I loved Tom Nook in the mornings. I I am a Tom Nook apologist and do not believe that he's crooked. Um, But he, and I, oh gosh, I especially loved like when he was so busy and he'd take a phone call and he'd like put his little, turn his little head to the side and be like, oh, are you calling about the properties? You know, and you can like kind of hear the, um, the dialogue he's having. It it fleshes him out a lot. It's so genuine to his character. Um, Mm -hmm. But I also have to point out that there was so much going on at the beginning of the game. Of course, he always had something to say. So I'm not, it's, it's kind of like comparing apples to oranges. I'm not sure how fair it is to compare Nook to right. Isabel. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I agree with you there. It's like, there's so much of the story going on mm-hmm. in that, in that beginning phase of the game that by the time Isabel comes in and takes over, it's like, we've done most of it. There's really not too much for her to continue in that realm. Yeah. And it does feel very unfair to say, like, Tom Nook was better for the announcements because it was literally a part of the game where there was just so much more to announce. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah. How do you feel, Sergio? Yeah, I definitely agree. I, I really miss and really like Tom Nook's announcements, uh, like you both said, because they were more memorable because of everything that was going on. But I also like the fact that they were outside. I feel like yeah. the announcements make more sense outside because especially in this game, we, we spend most of our gameplay outside now, now that we can decorate outdoors and do terraforming. So it makes sense that the announcements sort of highlight the island and what's going on there instead of just this one room in a building, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And literally that room in the building is like the it's been caused because of all the development we've done. Right. <laughs> like right. We've lived through it. So, <laughs> yeah, you're totally right there. Um, yeah, the, I think just like the goals started to disappear and Isabel came in at a rough time and kind of gets a lot of the the bad <laughs> what's the word bad publicity from that right (laughs) 
Yeah. So I guess let's get into where we are now. Most of us, we've gotten Isabel, we've gotten that full resident services building, and we've seen her announcements. What would you like Isabel to announce, Nina? Mm, I I think there's so many things that she could talk about. I'd love if she <laughs> maybe would talk more about the weather. Um if she could announce who's visiting on the island, it'd be mm-hmm. really neat if she even like could hear turnip trend gossip um, oh, yeah. and maybe yeah. like give hints towards like a rising market or a falling market. Um, cause sometimes oh. I just completely forget to even check <laughs> the, the prices. <laughs> um, even okay, going on with gossip, it'd be super cute if she'd be like, Oh, I heard that, um, you know, able, not able, <laughs> which, which is the gray, uh, hedgehog, Sable, Sable, Sable. and Nook Sable. were were having lunch the other day or something. I don't know <laughs> something really cute, you know. Like she's so sweet and a little ditzy that I feel like gossip would go along with her character. <laughs> I feel that would be really fun too, because you know everybody who's worked in an office knows like all the different office conversations. Yeah. And if she just like gave us a little bit of that world and what's going on with that like oh here's some development things nook's got on the development these days he's uh, <laughs> really trying to improve his putting game <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah I, so. I just want more of her character back mm. mm-hmm. yeah totally and i think that's kind of what people are looking for too i've i've talked about this in the past where you see Isabel looking out the window, kind of the, the sad scene of a little dog who wants to go outside. <laughs> but then if you walk up to her, you can't click A and talk to her. Right. Right. And I'm just like, why? Why can't we have an interaction with her outside of the business aspect right. that she's clearly there and meant to perform? Um, and have you guys been talking to her during the fireworks festival? Because she says, I know I'm not usually outside, so this is a treat. Like, it makes it even worse. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah she's just, like, completely trapped in that. And we do need, we need to get free Isabel <laughs> trending, for sure. <laughs> we need to get her outside. She wants, that's what she wants. Mm-hmm. So, Sergio, what would you like Isabel to announce? Oh, the first thing that comes to mind, definitely, I want I want her to announce the, the special visitor that you have every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be a nice way to know right away, you know. Um, it would also be cool if she maybe announces if there's a, a dropped item somewhere, like... Almost like you were mentioning in a sort of like gossip or just natural conversation. And she could say, oh, and I saw this bag over there on the northeast corner. (laughs) Just casually mentioning it and you know to go look for it. Um, She could also mention maybe that if there's a new bulletin post. So that would be a a quick Mm. way to know that as well. Um, Or if there's new items to to get purchased through Nuke Shopping. Um, I was also thinking like, I mean... I. Honestly, I don't mind Isabel anymore. <laughs> I like her now, but it would be kind of cool if for some reason maybe she was outside for once and somebody else had to do the morning announcements. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom, Timmy or Tommy, one of them, or maybe someone else. So it would be cool if that happened kind of rarely, you know, to make it special. I was thinking mm-hmm. maybe once a week or even twice a month uh, just to change it up and have different conversations going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know what? You bring up, like, a really fun point with, like, the lost items. Like, where else are you going to report lost items than the resident services building? She could say, oh, a villager has reported a lot. They lost their book. Ah. And if you see it, please contact us. And then you could, like, find the book and then go complete that task through the resident services. Yeah. I think that'd be a cute way to, like, change up how those things happen for yes. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for me, I would really like to see more specific announcements about the island and its inhabitants. For example, like it would be really cool if seasonality played into it and Isabel could say something like, the summer is hot. Nook's Cranny has a nice selection of swimsuits and surfboards Aww. for you to buy. Because, you know, Tom Nook <laughs> would pay for that. Of course, just running her little ads. Or even something like, cool down with the trip to the museum. And, Aww. you know, just spur some different activities out there. Just throw something out and be like, 
give players some ideas at the beginning of their day. Like, oh, is there something going on in the museum? And maybe, maybe you see a lot more villagers in there because uh, of that announcement. Yeah. I think that just like really be a cool way to make the world seem more interactive and lived in. Like the villagers are really turning to Isabel for suggestions on what to do. And as far as seasonality, like it could even play into like Halloween and stuff. And Isabel can be like, I don't think there are enough pumpkins out there. Get out there and craft some pumpkin (laughs) furniture. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And really get you into the mood to like decorate and be part of the community, you know? Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I think, like, if we're not going to have, like, news or weather reports or what the villager visiting is or the special character visiting is, like, I don't know. I feel like offering some game play options seems like a good direction. Mm -hmm. Now I want all of this to happen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think uh, it'd just be good if if there was some more benefit to what she was saying in the morning rather than, you know, just scrolling through it so we can get to the game. Yeah. Um, So here's another question. Are there things that you don't want Isabel to announce? Mm -hmm. Sergio, do you want to start here? What I was thinking is, um, as long as there's anything to announce, I'm okay with it. Just announce it as long (laughs) as it's something... That's actually worth announcing. So if there's nothing, I would rather not have an announcement well, or, or just have it be skippable. Like mm. most of us have wanted for a long time. So if there's really nothing substantial, let us skip it. I think that's the best approach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good call. Like just make it, if there's nothing to say, get out of here. <laughs> 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 Nina, what do you think here? Um, I'm always surprised when Isabel announces that there's a campsite visitor. Um, Mm. like it seems strange to me that campsite visitors, I guess, check in at resident services before they go to the campsite. Um, maybe if there was like a little park ranger or if there was like a campsite bulletin board that showed like upcoming reservations, that could be a Mm -hmm. cool way. Um, or oh, if we could have more than one campsite and then the reservation. Anyways, I, I, I don't know. It just seems strange to me when she's like, oh, and we have a visitor. Don't forget to go check it out. When that's the only visitor she ever announces. And <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't add up to me. So that's the yeah. one I feel like I could skip. I think that's really probably just because how the visitors work is they go through resident services to ask to move in, mm-hmm. you know? That's so they true. probably just want it to be like, oh, yeah, they get their camping permit here <laughs> at the resident services. So I totally know they're there. They get their <laughs> tent from Nook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me, I'm kind of along the lines as you, Sergio. Like, I don't want her to announce nothing. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> like, sometimes you log in. Like, today I logged in, and she was like, there's no news today outside of I'm going to bring you another week of entertaining announcements. I'm like, are you, Isabel? We're really questioning it. (laughs) And I just love it if she could note, like, some upcoming events. Like, maybe there's no news, but it was like, oh... We had two events on the over the weekend. Saturday was the bug off. Sunday was um, the fireworks, the last fireworks of the year. So KK Sliders decided to visit us today instead. Because yeah, yeah. I was really wondering, like, where was KK Slider this weekend? Because both <laughs> the weekend days were full, yes, you know? Yes. And so he's actually here today, Monday. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. I just feel like she could fill it in with something and. A lot of the time we just get more nothing, and it's a bummer. <laughs> yeah. Um. So my last, I guess my next question for all of you here, we also have a bulletin board that is severely underutilized. Mm-hmm. What do you think should be on the bulletin board? Do you think, like, is it repetitive having both Isabel and the bulletin board and both of them do basically nothing? <laughs> Uh, what do you think here, Nina? Um, I would love to see if residents started using the bulletin board more. Like they could mm. post lost items or post little side quests asking for Ooh. help. 
Um, it'd be really cute if, like, Flick and Chip even posted, like, which fish are expensive in that season or which ones are rare or leaving. Um, just more interaction with it other than, like, right now it's just birthdays and maybe events. That's really not a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're totally right. I That really reminds me of, once again, the original Animal Crossing game where you would walk up to the bulletin board every time because it was basically the central feature of yes. right outside your door. Mm. And all the four homes that could be on there were in that same location. So you'd check the bulletin board and then it was like, oh, I buried a secret treasure in acre A5. Oh. Go and check it out before it's gone. And so like you got a little extra task to perform on that day that normally you didn't have you know it's a yeah. nice little surprise so even bringing that back and giving players like a little extra little thing it could act like as a request board where villagers Ooh. like i want some fish i need a pet bug go catch me these things i know that it's gonna show up in my yard but you still haven't finished that smile aisle badge so you might yeah. as well do it <laughs> yeah just something that went toward that and just gave us a, a little thing to do in the day. Mm -hmm. That's what we need. Just yeah. little things to do. Um, <laughs> what are you thinking, Sergio? Yeah, I'm definitely with Nina. I think the residents should be able to use the bulletin board. I was even thinking, because, you know, sometimes they send you very elaborate letters, and they're very nice. They're, they're pretty awesome to read. But it would be cool mm -hmm. if they sort of continued that story on the bulletin board, like if they told you they were doing something like – making dinner or something they could talk about that in the bulletin board post they could just mm -hmm. like tie their stories together so yeah i think it would be nice if the residents used it for sure yeah i and i love them building like little stories off of each other too yeah so because <laughs> that's something we don't get much in animal crossing at least this game for sure where we just don't have too many stories built up mm -hmm. around our characters these days we don't even get like the old, um, I guess once you're long past the Sable's stories, we mm -hmm. don't get too much background yeah. behind her and Tom Nook and just other little things. So I'd love to see that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, cool. Well, you know, those are really good suggestions as to like what Isabel can do. But I went ahead and asked our patrons as well. So let's hop into Haken's Islander Corner. For those of you who don't know, Every single week, we ask our patrons a question and read their answers out loud here on the show. So this week's question was, what do you think Isabel should announce when you log in? And I guess we'll go uh, me, then Nina, then Sergio. Okay. Okay. So the first one is from Quantrell. The obvious answer, he says, is <laughs> the weather in today's visitor. <laughs> So, yeah, everybody wants to know what the weather is here in Haken all the time. And I, uh, not many TVs in our vicinity, so <laughs> it'd be a lot more convenient if Isabel let us know. <laughs> yeah. Carly says, I just want to see new dialogue scripts. It's painfully obvious that some of the scripts were made to have one word switched up, like when she talks about sports from time to time. Weather reports would be great, but part of the fun of the game comes from discovering wandering visitors while doing your daily tasks around the island. Oh, this one's that interesting. Is, so she yeah. doesn't want, or they don't want, um, daily visitors being told. Yeah, I can see that that side of the argument as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, and I think I appreciate a little bit of a surprise for mm. that. Um, just because sometimes I'll walk uh, well, I'll always start by like walking up to my secret beach and being like, okay, it's not red. Then I walk down to resident <laughs> services. Okay, it's not anybody there. Somebody walking around. I guess I'll run into them. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. Nice. So Claire Million said, I wish Isabel would announce that our island would be getting a new nighttime announcer. Phyllis the Pelican would make mm -hmm. a great fit. We would get short updates with a side of sass. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that would be amazing. 
I would love to see Phyllis on vacation. Like she's, <laughs> she said, <laughs> I want to move to the uh, to the island where I can relax and live my life. And I guess I'll take a side job just to make ends meet here. <laughs> she, she'd be really fun. I mean, what if Phyllis isn't sassy on the island because she's finally getting a break oh, actually <laughs> maybe she's true. like real chill <laughs> a happy phyllis and then we see poor pelly well uh, you know maybe pelly would be a lot happier because all of a sudden phyllis is out of the picture and right. it's just her and pete you know oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> i miss all these so side I- characters oh yeah we need them mm-hmm. islander m said I've always thought that NPC visits in New Horizons are way too frequent. They aren't exciting or special. So in an ideal world, it would be one or two NPCs a week, and Isabel would announce that. On On days where no NPCs were visiting, maybe she could announce some villagers' activities or any kind of unusual weather. Something like, today, Nan, Clay, and Walt are doing aerobics from 11 a.m. and 12. Join them. Or Pate and Drift are hosting a barbecue on the beach because it's sweltering hot and sunny today. Anything that feels different but relevant would be awesome. Mm. That'd be pretty cute. I didn't even think of that. Like just calling out the actual residents and what they're up to. That'd be yeah. I, I I like that idea a lot. Yeah. That was going along with what you were saying too about how it would affect the residents, which would really mm. like boost them a lot too. Yeah, kind of give them more life. And like like I said, like they're dependent on the news from Isabel yeah. and what their activities are going to be. Super cute. Um, Ganuki says something like the following. Good morning, Chewy. Today is Tuesday, August 31st, 2021 at 9 a.m. It looks like it's going to be a fairly cloudy day with a chance of rain in the afternoon. Also, Kix has set up a shop in the plaza today. I love the socks he sells, although usually I lose them. Oh, and wait, (laughs) Blathers tells me his sister Celeste will be visiting. I wonder if that means there'll be a meteor shower. Anyway, hope you have a great day on Haken. Isabel signing off <laughs> and then Ganuki adds P.S. Also if you sign on for the first time late at night or maybe the weather report and the visitor report could be for the next day that'd be oh. interesting oh. oh I love yeah. that one <laughs> <laughs> yeah you just wrote it for Nintendo just put it in there <laughs> <laughs> copy paste you have by tomorrow or by <laughs> the time this episode is out to greet me like that Nintendo <laughs> <laughs> nice so for the whim says it would be nice if she gave us some kind of fun fact every day or a tip that is useful in the game like how to get a certain type of hybrid flower oh. or that a certain fish was really abundant during a certain time that day oh I like those a lot actually mm-hmm. um, especially if they can tie it to rare creatures that would be a nice way to get motivated to look for them because you have at least a little bit of the knowledge you need yeah yeah And honestly, I need warnings about these bugs that are disappearing. This is like, (laughs) this is it for the August bugs. And I am doomed. I do not have enough to make the the models that I'm missing. Maybe if Isabel was like, hey, last time to catch these bugs, better uh, get on it. (laughs) That'd be really helpful. Yeah. (laughs) So Leah J. Jen said... A countdown to holidays or season changes would be fun here and there. Pop culture references like, I just watched a comedy episode where someone put a stapler in Jello," <laughs> Or, I've been waking, or, or I've been watching a baking show where one of the hosts wears the most colorful sweaters. <gasps> Nina, I loved your great British Bake Off Noel reference a few episodes back. <laughs> also, it would be f- way funny if she showed up her... her It'd be way funny if she showed up to her desk a little bruised and made a reference to her other job, a.k.a. as a fighter in Super Smash. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) This was kind of cute. Like, you know, just sticking in some real world little references there for players to enjoy. It'd be interesting for sure. (laughs) That's incredible. (laughs) Um, Trevi Boo says... It would be interesting if Isabel would rotate between telling you the upcoming events, comments about the islands made from villagers, and her everyday little updates just to make the announcements more refreshing or worth reading. I mean, Mm. that's the bottom line. Right now, they are so stale, so any update (laughs) would be good. 
You know what's an interesting little thing there? Like, it, we go to Isabel to get our town rating and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, just kind of recapping that town rating in the morning, giving us a little fresh take from one of our villagers or one of the, maybe the last uh, special character who visited could have dropped oh. off some something, uh, some little note that said, hey, mm-hmm. this island was pretty great. Made lots of money. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, I like that change up for sure. Yeah. So Sasha505 said, I would love it if she talked about what the villagers were up to while you were away. Maybe they had some tasty dinner or a few villagers hung out together and had fun. Nothing too complicated, just a few simple comments. It would make the island feel more alive. Yes. So even if they were past events and you just got a glimpse of that and you could talk to the villagers and they would comment on it just to tie it all together, you know? Yeah, yeah, I really like that. I think that's a good way to recognize that this is happening. This is, was real life. <laughs> it wasn't just a dream yesterday, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I got one extra question here oh. today from Margot J, or one extra answer, rather. The only thing I'd love her to announce at this point is good morning, great news. We're getting a big, big update <laughs> next week with new crafting items, new fish, new bugs, new sea creatures, and substantial new features for our island. Have a great day. <laughs> <laughs> and Margo, you are completely right. We need a nice, juicy update to sink our teeth into. And <laughs> I would not mind if Isabel were the one to spill the news in the morning. That would be so unique, right? Can like, you usually imagine? We're all, like, usually we're all checking Twitter and everything, but like whoever logs in first and sees that announcement is just going to be like... You guys, there's an an update coming to <laughs> to New Horizons. Can you believe it? Isabel told me. <laughs> Everybody would lose their minds. That would be so cool. I honestly hope that's the direction they take from now on with all of their update announcements. Just have Isabel. Because she needs some redemption here. Like we said at the beginning, like... She picked up the announcements at a really unfair point where there was not as much to announce. And mm-hmm. now Tomnik got all the glory and left Isabel out to, to dry, basically. <laughs> she threw her under the bus. <laughs> he sure did. And oh. she's, she's in Smash. I wouldn't mess with her. Yeah. Oh, man, how <laughs> cute would it be if she had her little phone and she was like, look, I just tweeted about it. That would be really oh. cute. Because she's running the Twitter. Yes! It's perfect. perfect. Honestly, the perfect setup. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast. If you're sad to see us go, join us over on Discord. You can talk with other people who love Animal Crossing as much as you do, including Sergio, Nina, and me. The link is in the description. Want to support Haken in a bigger way and voice your thoughts in the Haken Islander corner? Head over to patreon.com slash chewyplays. One dollar goes a long way to making this show even better and includes tons of goodies for you to enjoy. Get a special role on Discord, read a monthly newsletter, and get many other great rewards. We really appreciate the support and put your money towards some great things on the show. If you're listening on YouTube, let us know. What do you think Isabel should announce when you log in? Reviews really help the show get discovered by more people. Please leave a review on your platform of choice and let us know how we're doing. Haken is a wild production brought to you by Chewy, Sergio, Nina, and all of our patrons. We thank you for listening and we hope you have a great week. Goodbye, everybody. See you all next time. <laughs>